Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lawyers Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today are two special guests, a duo, Lay and Paul out of the UK. What is going on, folks? How are you guys doing today? Happy Monday. Yeah, we're doing fun. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate you guys being here. We're excited to have you on. And I think we're about ready to dive into the nitty gritty here of what you have going on with Star Kickboxing. And we'll start with a very basic question to give the viewers some perspective here. And so, you know, I'm curious, you know, how many members are you guys serving currently? Oh, so you can't, it's just a little better. Yeah. How many members are you guys serving currently? Oh, um, I'd say we probably got probably just under 200 at the moment. Okay. 200. Yeah. And so for you guys, I mean, What's been the best method of getting new people interested and through your doors? Um, probably social media, social media, social um, like networking through social media, as well as using um, promotional posts and things like that. Um, it's always been the best way for us. And when you say social media, do you mean Facebook, Instagram? Twitter, <laughs> what do you guys use that works best for you guys? Um, the, the main, yeah, the main ones that we use. I mean, Facebook and Instagram are the two main ones we use. Um, yeah, but fa- Facebook, I find that's that's the one. Um, I mean, when we do our promotional posts and stuff, you can just share them on both, so it makes it easy. Yeah. Okay, and so with the marketing efforts you guys have with social media, especially, I mean, I'm pretty sure word of mouth is obviously a factor as well. So with all the efforts you guys are using. I mean, what's like a typical month look like with um, lead flow, right? How many new members or potential members do you see coming in like every month? Well, I'd like to say we get um, on average, because uh, we've got a good uh, a good program that actually tells us how many people in the last 31 days. And that's usually sitting around, it's usually sitting around 20-ish, give or take. Yeah. Every 31 days. So. Nice. Okay. And I mean, at that 200 mark or so here now, I mean, let's say leads, traffic, clients, all these things are like hypothetically unlimited here. I mean, how much higher could you go? All right. That's better. Hey, guys. Cool. Okay. Still can't see you guys just yet. Let me see. No, he hasn't asked for the video yet, but uh, oh, here we go. Boom. Oh, it's still got that pressure back. I don't believe that. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. I appreciate you guys being here. Um, so let, let's dive right into it. Um, I, I think, uh, I guess we could just pick up where we left off of that school and then we just kind of move off of there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I know, you, I know you guys are at that 200 mark here now. Um, and so, I mean, let's say leads, traffic clients, all these things were hypothetically unlimited. I mean, how much higher could you guys go? I reckon we could get at least another 50. I reckon spread through throughout classes. Yeah. The, the problem is, is always that some classes we have uh, are full up and other classes we have are fairly quiet. 
So it's about getting that right mix of people back in the gym. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's an important, that's an important factor. And so now, how have you guys been able, I mean, because I know from just experience prior, I mean, anything over 100 members is a lot to manage. How are you able to track and manage and, and know how long a client's been with you, um, if they're looking to cancel, where they stand in the process? How do you guys manage and track those metrics? We're, um, we use a com company. Um, so we use a company that they manage all of that. They have their own martial arts software um, and manage all the, um, so they, they deal with all the direct debits through electronic, like electronically. Um, they, and yeah, their whole system right through to licensing and everything. So it, it takes it all off of my shoulders pretty much. I do very little in that respect. Wow. Yeah. And, um, which I think is great, right? You can focus more on what you love to do. That's and it. so, uh, what's the bigger picture? Let's say five, 10 years down the road. I mean, what are you guys really trying to accomplish with the gym? Well, consistent classes, really, um, long staying students and, and more world titles. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I like that. I like the world titles part. Uh, and so, I mean, and I know you're saying to keep your clients longer here. I mean, do you feel like, because I feel like there's only three places you can kind of improve in the fitness and gym world, right? Which is getting more people through your doors, converting more people who are interested into clients or keeping them longer or getting them to buy more from you, right? Mm -hmm. So where do you guys feel like you need to improve in order to get where to where you want to be, right? Is it going to be the, the marketing? Is it going to be the sales or is it going to be the retention? Well, I think it's a, it's a little bit of retention, really, because um, I think in the current climate, since COVID, I think, and the lockdown, it, nothing has come back to normal in as such. The cost of living is now rising dramatically, with uh, so people have got more outgoings. And unfortunately, sometimes, you know, it, it's things like what we do that suffer. You know, if, if someone's got to give up something to pay the electric bill, then, <laughs> then the chances are it's going to be their leisure activities. Yeah. Uh, I don't say I don't see the way forward at the moment until all these high rising bills settle out and we sort of get some sort of um, consistency. Yeah, and I'm, I'm curious, I mean, because I, I think, you know, industry standard here is right around three months with how long people can keep their clients i mean where do you feel like you guys say how long is like a typical you know lifetime value for each client for you guys i think um from, from what i've seen on our statistics i think it gets to um i think the first three months is vital i think if you keep a member after three months then there's a good chance you've had them for a long time but i think the first three months there's a lot of coming and going I think people don't, they might not settle in. They might start making excuses early on to why they don't want to train. And before you know it, right, they've left. So yeah. it, that's the hard part, I find. I think that's the really important but hard part to deal with. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree completely. And I mean, I like to, I like to ask this question because, again, I think this is a question that a lot of the viewers have nine times out of ten, which is what do you guys do? do to keep them longer right i mean what's been the best but i mean again 
it's, there's no right or wrong answer here, but it, it, what has worked well and where do you feel like you could improve to keep them longer? Cause I think that's the biggest question, right? It's like, what are we doing now that's working? And what are we doing now that's not working? Right. So what works well and what do you think you need to improve on to keep them longer? Good classes, good teaching. That always works well. And we always promote the fact that although we are a kickboxing and a boxing gym, we promote the fact that we're a friendly gym. You know, we a lot yeah. of gyms, you know, um, carry this attitude and there's a lot of bullies, this sort of thing, you know, which intimidates new starters and do new students. So if you can sort of give them the feedback or that uh, we haven't got that, you know, we're, we're a very successful kickboxing club and we've done it with our attitude and without having people go around beating up the new student, so to speak, you know, it's, uh, I think it, it's good to know, you know, to keep them here, to show them that we're, we're very interested in them as a student. They're not just money coming through the door. They're, they're, they're people and we're interested in their, in their future and the way they progress. I love that. Yeah. I, I love how community driven you guys are. I think that's, that's probably one of the biggest things, right? I mean, it's such an emphasis on your clients and not an emphasis on just, Hey, let's get more people through the door to emphasize on profit. Right. Which I mean, don't get me wrong. We don't hate money. Right. I think we love helping people and then you kind of need the money to keep the doors open, but I love how the emphasis at the forefront is the clients. So um, now I've got one last question for you guys here, and I'm curious to see your response on this um, because I'm curious to see if it's the same response for the both of you or if it's going to be two different answers. So, uh, you know, if you guys could go back in time here to when you first started the gym, sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started, what would that advice be for you? Mm -hmm. That's a really tough question, that one. Um, Sticking with it, don't give up, just keep going forward, just keep going forward. And that's it. And just always look to learn because although we teach students, we're always learning as well. You never, you never know everything. So every, every day is a new day and every day is an opportunity for us to learn and to push that learning over to the students. So we're progressively learning our trade as we, as I get older <laughs> and as Paul gets older, you know, I guess, you know, it's, that's the thing. Always learning. Yeah, just to keep, just keeping an open mind with everything, I suppose. I mean, when you first start a gym, sometimes we feel like, right, this is the way, this is the way it's got to be. And uh, I think you've got to, I think you've got to keep that open mind so that you can take on other people's advice and information along the way and kind of adapt. I think the, the big thing is to adapt the, the, the change always, especially with the martial arts, boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, any sort of gyms, even MMA, is that everything evolves. Um, everything, the, the way things are told, the, way, the new training methods. So I think it's about being able to take it all on board and making sure you, you just keep included up with new ideas, really. I love it, guys. As a mic drop of an answer, it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode before we sign out i mean please if you have any social media a facebook website anything at all let the viewers know where can they find out more about you and the gym 
Um, so yeah, so I'm on um, I'm on Facebook under Star Kickboxing and Gravesend. So that's where I am. Um, yourself and the website starkingboxing.org. So uh, there we go. And we're always uh, keen to answer any of your questions and emails. There we go. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you guys don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, I just want to let you know how you can access the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I'm just going to go ahead and sign everybody else out over here. Okay. Cool. Awesome. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come and join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I am your host. My name is Joe Fitzgerald, and joining us is Mr. Mark Taber of Tab24 Gym, coming to us from Leicester over in the UK. Mark, how are we today, sir? What's going on? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I am doing very, very well. I, I always enjoy a conversation with a gym owner outside of the States. It, it, I think it's a really, really good case study and learning experiment for what we can learn from each other, how things operate in the States, how things operate in the UK. Certainly some differences and, and many, many similarities being in the fitness industry. But before we get into that, Mark, uh, Tab24 Gym for the people who aren't familiar with this or, or with you and the brand, why don't you give us a quick description of, of what Tab24 is? Uh, Tab24 started off as my personal training business. Uh, we then moved into opening a gym. We're now aiming to become the top five gym in Leicester. Um, we're not a massive unit, but we've got quite a lot of decent equipment we've got prime usa uh, in our um gym okay. we're moving into panata and atlantis as well okay plenty of fun stuff for our members to use and, and for even further context the model of this is is somewhat membership based right we have people coming and using the facility and in addition paired in tandem personal training options for them is that kind of the main two routes that people yeah. go within so, this yeah we've got um gym membership for the general gym goer we've also got um the monfort university's uh powerlifting team that train here okay. so we, if someone wants to get into the powerlifting we have them that we can send our members to as well and we've got um personal trainers on hand to sure that next step to take you to where you want to go with your goals got it so plenty of options here. 
you mentioned one thing, and I think it makes for a fun conversation for us to start with the goal in mind and then kind of work backwards from there. You said we're aiming to be top five gym in Leicester. What does that entail, Mark? What are, what are the goals or what are the benchmarks for us to actually get to that point? So we looked at the gyms around the, the Leicester, the uh, private gyms, and we looked at what they've got in terms of con- equipment, memberships, uh, and how people talk about it. And we've got quite a few good gyms in Leicester. So we needed a, a way to be able to stand out from the rest. So we've gone down the route of we bought the Prime USA um, gym equipment, no one else in Leicester has it. Um, and it's, it arrived about four months ago for us. And it has made a massive difference. We have people that now travel to us to train. At the minute, on most of our USA, Prime USA stuff is um, back equipment. So a lot of people train come to train their pool days here. Yeah. Uh, in the next couple of months, we're looking toward a more um, stuff that's going to go down the push route, more chest triceps um to them so we've got a whole package so hopefully that'll bring more clients in to to be training the whole push pull and we've got a decent leg range as well so it okay. was it was basically to see where to make sure we stood out above the rest and that that's where the way we, we're trying to do that yeah and, and anyone that's familiar with the industry knows that investing in equipment like this is a massive cost, right? We need this to, to pay off. And, and it sounds like it's at least trending in that direction, but it sounds to me like we're doing all of this so that we can get new people in, right? We can bump yeah. this membership up and, and increase the revenue along the way. Other than the, the idea of investing in this equipment, Mark, for you guys in, in the tenure of running Tab24, What's been working from a marketing standpoint? What are you guys doing to attract some of those members? So since we took, we took over and there was 80 members, we've been open just, it was August 1st of last year we opened up. Um, we're now sitting around 230 members. The biggest thing for us has been the equipment and the fact that we know what we're talking about when, we, when people come in to talk to us. They realize that we're friendly. You can put the music on you want. Um, we're pretty open and we have a good knowledge so we can help people. We're not, it's not a case of you, you have to pay us to get your our knowledge. We will help people uh, as well. Even down to the supplements, we've now started getting supplements in that no one else uh, has. So it's a case of we, that's been our marketing strategies to, Everything we put out on it's mainly Instagram we use. Everything we put out shows that we're different, and that's mm. that's the way we're trying to. And a lot of our marketing like comes from people seeing that and then referring and coming f- over to us. Um, other than that, we it, all honestly we haven't done a great deal um, with the in the way of marketing for us. It's just literally been word of mouth has been our biggest. Um, oh, sure, and, and so. Is this a relatively new business in the grand scheme of things? Yes, I think that's worth noting here. We haven't yet dipped our toes in the water of marketing, but do you think as you guys mature as a business and and get your feet underneath you a little bit, do you think that's something that you'll lean more into? 
Definitely. I mean, uh, we, we've been talking, we need a website. So we're going to start looking at websites. Um, we're trying to be more proactive with Instagram stories because a lot of people are, are on Instagram and using that as their marketing these days. Um, so we definitely are going to need to market things a lot more um, yep. and get our name out there because there's a lot of people still come to us going, oh, I didn't even know you was here. So, Mark, I hear from gyms that are open for 30 years that's still here. Oh, I never even knew that you guys were yeah. here. And, and so marketing is a challenge throughout the industry. I don't think yeah. you're alone in that. And I don't think it's it's anything new. And, and you're certainly not the first or the last that'll hesitate or at least know we should be doing something, but we aren't quite yet. Yeah. Uh, and so to be determined what that takes shape as. Take us to the, the sales process of this, Mark. I'm interested in, in how people actually sign up. When, when you get a lead or, or someone reaches out either through social media or, or email or phone or even if they walk in through the doors, what is that process typically like for them to become a member? So there's a couple of options. So they can sign up online. We, are, we use Ashbourne Management System. So Ashbourne have a link that you can click on our bio in our Instagram and you can sign up automatically on that. Alternately, you come into the gym. Um, we do day passes. So you can have a day pass and try the gym. And if you want to, then we'll sign you up at the desk. Um, it's, it's basically as simple as that. If you want, you want to come in, you want to try it. We've got day passes. If you want to um, go on to the membership, we can jump you on it and we'll sort you out. We're, it's, it's, we don't make it very complicated. It's one membership and that's it. Okay. And so twofold here, either we can do it totally automated through a website yeah. or we can come in. I think that's really, really important in your model, Mark, because in 2022, the, the typical buyer or the typical customer, they're pretty well educated. They're, they're tech savvy. Yeah. Some people want to sign up and never even have to talk to anyone. Yeah. That's totally fine. We have that route. But a lot of gyms that I've spoken to that have gone that route do away with in-person sales. And I think that isolates people just as much because there are those that aren't as tech savvy that want to come in and yeah. want to see the facility and want to have a conversation about it. I think it's it's important that you guys have both here. I don't think we'd do as well if we hadn't got that in person. Um, That's what I mean, yeah. Because I would probably say at least 90% of our members that have signed up with us have come in and done it over the desk rather than they have the option when anyone talks to us and asks about it, we could say you can do it this way or you can come in and have a chat with us. Um, nine times out of 10, most people go, I'll oh, come in, I'll come and see you and have a chat with you. Yeah. Um, so I think if we did away with that, I don't think it would do us that great. Now, let, let me take that one step further because you guys, the tandem here being the membership component and the personal training component, I would venture to guess that most of the personal training business happens to come from that online aspect. I, I would venture, I would say that there's probably very few people that are signing up and asking for personal training on their own. No, that, with our gym, we found that because of the route we did go down with the equipment, it's a, it's not very, it's not novices that will come to our gym. Most people that come to our gym know how they're training. 
anybody that's a novice do tend to come to one of the personal trainers yeah. and then obviously learn through them. So yeah, most of my business, pretty much all my business will come from either referrals or the online. Yeah. Is personal training something from a business sense, maybe not individually for you, but from a business sense that you guys think you'll probably try to, to push further in the future, whether it's, and I think that our industry gets it somewhat backwards here and only focuses on the beginners for personal training, but you guys focusing on a little bit more of a knowledgeable trainee, even the expert side of things, they need coaches, they need trainers as well. Do you think that that that's something that you think is an opportunity for you? There's always an opportunity. I mean, if anybody comes in and they need that extra help, then we're here to help and we will talk to them about personal trainings and take one. Um, I'm happy to help anybody and I will. And if they uh, want the coaching, go into the more depth of the biomechanics of things, then great. I just, that's that's where I geek out. So it definitely, uh, definitely yeah. push that forward for me. Now, Mark, the... The important thing for us to talk about, and, and do we plan to lean into marketing in the future? Sure. But for your type of model and, and gym owners in similar models, the real battle is going to be won and lost in retaining clients yeah. and keeping people for the long haul. What do you guys focus on to keep your members around as long as possible? So for us, if, as I say, we've been open uh, just over a year and about four months. So you ask any of the members that we've taken from the old Angel Fitness, what it was when we took over to now, our gym's not been the same for six months. We've changed it in some way every six months. It's uh, taking out a studio, taking a wall down, putting in new equipment, mm. changing the layout. Um, to the point I've ordered new stuff to come in to change the layout, within the next couple of weeks to some to move make more space it's literally we we constantly trying to evolve uh and bring new thing new equipment in which shows that our members that we care and we we listen to what they're saying um somebody asked for a small piece of equipment a sissy squat um two days ago it arrived this morning and it's in it's up it's running we, yeah. we try and listen to our members and we're trying to, at the minute, we've taken nothing from the gym. We've just re reinvested it and keep pushing it forward. So that's been a massive retention for us um, because people are seeing that we, we're not, we'll talk what we're doing. We'll let people know what our thoughts are, but we also follow it through. Um, and we'll listen so if there's something that they need. Uh, or the powerlifting team, they uh they brought in 20 new members for us and said look we're short of space we need a new bench we need some new bars At the end of that week we had new benches new bars for them yep. they bought in the, the custom they needed it we we, we yep. reinvested it so i think it's that, a customer service thing if, yeah. I'm, if i'm understanding properly it's yeah. it's taking care of the people that got us here yeah right? definitely. definitely yeah and, and so i want to i want to revisit the end goal and, and figure out kind of how how far away or what the big picture is for that for you you mentioned top five gym and Leicester is the goal we're somewhere north of 200 in terms of members now what do you think is is the ceiling for membership 
given your location right now? With our space, um, between 350 and 400, there will be, the, I think, the, the top end of what we'll be able to fit in. Um, okay. I What's the timeline in your mind to get to that? Timeline. So knowing January is coming up, I'd like to, I'd set that I'd wanted 250 members by the end of uh, January. I'm probably going to push that by the time January comes because we're already at two thirty. So, yeah, we'll we'll I'll probably be saying around two eighty. Hopefully by the end of January. We'll hold you to that here, Mark. It'll be interesting to see how that shapes up. And and so, hypothetically, play with me here. In the future, we get to three fifty or four hundred. What happens next after that? It's always been my plan to open other more gyms. Um, so it will be having a look at something else. It's, it's always, our email is tab24 and the company name is tab24 gyms. So there will be more. Um, that's once we, we've done what we need to and we want to here and this is running consistently and making this money, then we will move on to the next project. Yeah, there's always more. I think that's the, the fun part about our industry is gym owners are, are typically an ambitious sort and, and they want to do what's next, what's bigger, what's better, what's more. And it sounds like that's, uh, that's definitely in the cards for you. Mark, that's a, that's a good place for us to wrap our conversation up, but I want to save some time here for you to tell people where they could learn more about tab 24. You mentioned a website, you mentioned some social media, where can people go to find out? So our Instagram is um, tab 24 gym. Um, you'll find our gym on there. And then you can also follow me on coach Mark Tabra, uh, both on Instagram, everything we follow. Uh, you can also get them the same names on Facebook as well. Perfect. It's, it's been a pleasure to have you here, Mark. I always enjoy taking a look behind the curtain in businesses like this to see what's really going on. And, and at the end of the day, what can other gym owners emulate from what you guys have done? Uh, we'll have to stay in touch here, Mark, because it sounds like you guys are just getting started and, and getting some momentum rolling here. So we'll, uh, we'll have to bring you back on the show. But for today, I can't thank you enough for your time and, and I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. And to everyone who tuned in today, Thank you as well. Don't forget, if you would like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income.
You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joseph, and joining me on the show is Adam from Cambridge Fitness in Cambridge, Ohio. Welcome to the show, Adam. How are you doing today, sir? Good, Joseph. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for asking. You know, I'm very excited to have you on the podcast today to learn more about what you have going on with your gym business. But before we dive into the business side of things, you know, when you first got into the gym business, you know, back in 2019, what was the vision you had in mind for your facility for the long term? Uh, it, it really, I had hopes of doubling the business um, just to keep it viable and a good source of income. I mean, we, we love the gym. That was my gym before we bought it. Okay. That was where I, that's where I had been going for the last four or five years. Okay. Um, but business business actually tripled after COVID. So now we're looking to build on and I've, I've come to some other aspirations over the last few years that I didn't think were going to be possible in the beginning. Okay. Awesome. So, you know, you were a previous member there and then you became the owner and now you're looking to expand it because there's so many people coming in. That's awesome. So with that being said, when people ask you about, you know, your gym facility, what do you normally tell them? Like what kind of services you offer? Who do you serve? What does that look like? Uh, I think I try and categorize us as like a family friendly gym. Yeah. We don't allow children to work out anybody under 12, you okay. know, 12 to 16 or I believe it's 15 has to be with a parent. Yeah. So we, but we brand ourselves as like a family friendly gym. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of where we push, you know, we, we've got a lot of older clientele, okay. um, silver sneakers, Tivity kind of people. Yeah. And we, we really appreciate them. They really add to the atmosphere and it's, it's Must be pretty fun there then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a cool, it's a really good atmosphere. It's probably one of the best gym atmospheres I've ever been in. Everybody knows each other. We're all friends. You know, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It really does sound like a family oriented, you know, gym facility there. So, you know, you serve not children, but if they're like 15 and a little lower, they have to be with a parent and you obviously, you know, serve people older than that. So in terms of that, what kind of services do you offer? Is it, you know, more of an open gym concept, you know, personal training group? What does that look like for you? Uh, we have some group training. Uh, it's, we don't have that a lot. We just have like one class a day, maybe four or five classes a week right now. Okay. Um, and, they, and they vary. We offer yoga. Okay. which is probably yoga and step aerobics is the two most popular. And then we get into like boxing, hit, uh, core, you know, okay. stability ball stuff. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just open gym. Okay. And that's, you know, that's what people seem to like. They can kind of go around and talk and have a social hour or they can work out hard, whatever they prefer. Everybody's a little different. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, like the open gym concept is extremely convenient as well because you know, everyone has their own goals and they have their own aspirations in terms of fitness. So if it's like an like open gym, open gym concept, they're able to just go in, do their workout and get out. So with your facility, is that more of a 24 seven or is it only during the day, like select hours? No, it's, it's 24 hour facility. Uh, we only staff 
Monday through Saturday. Sunday, okay. no one's here. And in the, if, of course, at night, no one's here. We have a facial recognition scanner that lets you in when you're a member. So, yeah, but it is a 24-hour facility. Okay, awesome. So, 24-hour facility, open gym. What is the membership base at your facility? What does that look like? Uh, when we bought it, the old members were, the old owners were claiming like 150, 160 members mm -hmm. and they lived there. They were ready to retire. They were just scraping by, yeah. um, you know, with, with the facility, it was anybody else would have been able to maintain with that many, mm -hmm. but we're somewhere in the triple that right now. So we should be over five, five and a half. Okay. And, doing pretty well at this point for a small facility like we are. Okay. Yeah. So small facility, can you elaborate on that? Like what's the size of your facility that you're working with? Uh, the gym itself, if you minus off the office area, we have a tanning facility offices and, and a training room mm -hmm. for the classes. So if you minus that off, the gym itself is somewhere around 5,000 to 5,500 square feet. Okay. So usable, you know, gym space is about 5,000 to 5,500. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, you know, mainly with your membership base, is that somewhere you want to, you know, stop at, or do you think that there's like a max cap with your facility since the size is, you know, pretty large? Um, I don't think we're at the cap yet. I mean, of course, if everyone would show up at once, we'd be done. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I don't we think that's very likely though. <laughs> excuse me you're good <laughs> but <laughs> apologize you're good don't worry our biggest problem right now is uh is our parking lot our parking okay. lot's a little small so like when we have a fitness class and open gym at the same time. The whole thing's packed, isn't our, it? Our parking lot's packed. People's parked out in the yard. Oh, um, so, and then, like I said, in the next two years, we're talking about doubling our gym size uh -huh. and expanding our parking lot. Okay. So that's going to open up a lot more. Really, the parking lot's the biggest thing holding us up right now for more members. Okay. So, you know, in terms of getting those people in the door, what do you currently do? Do you mainly, you know, rely on word of mouth or do you also use, you know, social media? Uh, we do use social media. We use Facebook, uh, a little bit of TikTok, Instagram. Okay. So, and my fiance, she's the gym manager. She usually does most of that. She, she's into the multimedia stuff. I'm not really, but, okay. but she handles most of it. Okay, cool. So. With the social medias, do you know if you guys only, you know, focus on the organic side or you guys also dive into the paid advertising as well? Uh, we don't really get into the paid advertising. Okay. We, okay, we cool. just, we just do, I mean, we do some advertising around town with banners and sponsorships and things like that, of course, but uh, Facebook wise, we don't really do that. Okay. So is there any like reason why, like you haven't gone into the Facebook advertising, you know, realm? <laughs> Uh, like I said, we just, we just don't pay for it. We use the free stuff here. I just, honestly, I don't like giving Facebook any more money than they got. So. I don't blame you there. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> awesome, Adam. Awesome. So in terms of, you know, let's just say someone new, you know, sees you on the socials or comes by your gym. 
what does the process look like to turn them into a paying member? You know, like walking in, new member. Uh, you walk in, you know, you come in the door, come to the desk. Uh, you know, if you want a tour, I'm, I'll feel glad to give you a tour, explain any machines to you. We, we try and give everybody the walk around. I mean, it's not a huge place. So it only takes a couple minutes, but we answer any questions you have. And all our gym memberships are, are contract free. So yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of a, you know, if they try it and they don't like it for a month, they can, they can get out. So they're not stuck in it for a year or two. So that most of them, most of them go for it. If they come in, they're pretty much signing up most of the time. Okay. Awesome. So who handles that process? Is it you, your wife, who does that? Uh, whoever's on at the desk that time. I work the desk. She works the desk most of the time during the day because I, I do have another job that I work around town here. Okay. So it just depends who's there. It's usually one of our family members, like I said, me, her, one of our kids, something yeah. like that. Okay, awesome. So, you know, let's just say someone decides to become a member. How do you keep them, you know, for the long term? So a year to five years from now? I think just honest, just, just being personable and having the right personality i i mean i'm not that person but my my fiance is so she she's the face of the gym i mean she okay. pretty much she pretty much i feel like she makes our gym okay she's awesome it's always happy always glad to see everybody talking yeah. to everybody. and then you're kind of like the guy in the back doing like the back end work being like yeah i'm not gonna socialize i'm gonna do like the business yeah, work, I'm the, right i'm the one that fixes stuff and and mm -hmm. Doing Thanks. the, uh, yeah, doing, <laughs> doing the blue collar stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, so in your facility, how many, you know, staff do you have? So it's you, your wife, possibly your kids. Do you have some trainers there that, you know, train clients? Like I said, we got, uh, I got Merle. Okay. His name is Merle Glass and he's an older fella. Yep. Uh, he's, he's been a trainer for, I'm, I'm not, don't quote me on this, but I'm going to sit in around 40 years. Oh, wow. Okay. He's a black belt in karate. He's been a trainer. Um, Experienced man in the fitness yeah, industry, that's for sure. He's 71 years old, I believe, and he still runs marathons. And I mean, every weekend he's Jeez. running. He's, okay. he's a cool guy. He's really awesome, and he's part of our family now. Okay, awesome. So is it only Merle that's like an additional you know, trainer, or are there some more? Uh, yeah, we just have Merle and Natalie, which is my fiance. She okay. trains as well, and she's not running the desk. Mm -hmm. uh, and those are the only two trainers we actually have on staff. Okay. There, there is a couple other trainers that come in and, and do their own thing every once in a while, but they're not there regularly. Okay, awesome. So, <clears throat> at your facility, you know, when you sign someone, like sign someone up or keep them for the long term, do you also offer, you know, like uh, supplements or nutrition what does that look like yeah we have a, a full line of supplements we're getting bigger on that now um, that's really been growing the last year or so mm -hmm. i went from just like one little shelf of supplements to i keep probably three or four thousand dollars on hand all the time okay um, yeah we sell quite a bit of pre-workout you know powder bucked up um all muscle the forwards, big brands forwards, there. Yeah, Rise, all of them, all the big First form, first form. Yeah. yeah, we got a little bit of that. Um, just, we don't, like I said, we just try and keep an assortment. We're just 100%. small, so we, we do what we can and like awesome. to have it as convenient for everybody. There's no place else around town to really get it. So, 
Awesome. Cool. So second to last question here for you, Adam, you know, in the fitness in gym world and just in business in general, you know, there are three pillars to business. The first being lead generation and acquisition. So getting people through your door and turn them into paying members. Second being retention. So having those paying members stay for the long term. The third being ascension. So increasing the overall lifetime value of each member. So upgrading their programs, putting in, you know, supplements, all that stuff. Out of those three, where do you think you can improve the most on? I think like personally with, with our gym, like I told you, it was a, it was a pre-existing gym. Mm -hmm. The equipment was run down. Most of it was older than I am. There was blue Nautilus stuff there from the freaking late seventies. <laughs> so <clears throat> just getting the member, once the members are in the door and they knew we were new owners and we started upgrading equipment, yep. I like to try and buy a piece of equipment every month or two, mm -hmm. just because it, it keeps that, it keeps them coming back to wonder what you're going to do next time. Okay. I feel like too many people fall into that rut where they'll just go buy, you know, $80,000 worth of new gym equipment thrown in a building and it's the same. For and then like never, five, yeah. it's the same for five or six years. Well, people get burned out on it. Mm -hmm. So I try, I try and change something at least every two months. Okay. Whether it just be upgrading that certain piece of equipment to something newer that's similar or something completely different. Okay. Awesome. So last question for you here, Adam, paint me and the listeners a picture. What are your short term, you know, three to six months, and long-term, so five to 10-year goals for your, you know, gym business? I have probably 10 years. Well, probably we're hoping to be looking to retire in 10 years, at least partially. But uh, <laughs> Light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that just depends how things go. You know, the world's crazy nowadays. But, 100%. But, uh, but probably within five years, like I told you, we're hoping to build that, that addition on. Um which it would be, we're looking at 60 by 60. So it would almost double our size. Yep. And then that's going to be a competition worthy weight room with a turf section. So we can do some hit stuff in there, some, some heavier weights, maybe even some competitions around town here because there's no place else that does that anywhere close. Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. So what are your short-term goals, you know, like three to six months? Oh, three to six months. Um, I'm just in the in the process, like I told you, buying some land for this. So I'm in the process of cleaning all that up now, getting this land ready for what I want to do. But uh, probably one of the probably with with the addition coming, I need to prepare myself for for changing things around in the gym. Uh, the free weight room now mm -hmm. is going to become our training room. And it's it's sixty by thirty, I believe. Okay. So that'll be our training room now. And our old training room is going to become a private training area. Yeah. Where the trainers can take somebody in if they don't feel comfortable out in the gym. Kind of do like one on one or like semi one on one workout privately, and expand our supplement room. I'd like to go full blown supplement rather than just having a few shelves. I'd like to have a large room for it. Awesome. Well, Adam, I, I think that's a great place to start to wrap things up here in this episode. But before we sign off, where can the listeners find you on your social medias and or your website? Uh, it's Cambridge Fitness 118 on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And it's Instagram is Cambridge Fitness 118 also. 
Awesome. Well, cool, Adam. Thank you so much for hopping on the podcast today and sharing, you know, your background and story of your facility. And to everyone else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. And don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you are interested in joining us to talk about your gym, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.